presentation on how our families ought to behave. This family is holy because God was at the center of the family. Yes, Jesus was there, and he is the center of attention of that family, and because they knew that Jesus is the Son of God. However, the Bible in the Gospel of Matthew tells us that Joseph was a righteous man. What does this mean? It means that Joseph is a man that obeyed the law and lived following the ways of God. This means that he was a man of God even before he formed part of the Holy Family. How about Mary, the mother of God? The Gospel of Luke tells us that the angel Gabriel appeared to her and called her full of grace. And what does full of grace mean? To be full of grace means to have God at the center of your life. And not, that, not only that, it also means to be free from sin. Yes, even original sin. She was betrothed to Joseph. The virgin was the first to show her commitment to God when she replied to the angel, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. This full jest to show, this full jest to God shows us her commitment to obey God regardless of what it may come. We must remember that in those days, a woman could be killed for being an unwed mother. And there she was, pregnant and awaiting the birth of Jesus before living together with Joseph. How about Joseph? How did he profess his love to, of God? Again, Matthew tells us that because he was a righteous man, he decided to divorce Mary quietly. The best proof of his righteousness is that when the angel of the Lord appeared in his dream and told him about his role in the Holy Family, he showed his faith by obeying the revelation in the dream. A man who is not embracing his faith would not have believed this revelation. Now, how about Lord Jesus Christ? As a, as a God child and a son of Mary and Joseph, Jesus was obedient to them. So he, as a son, showed obedience to his parents. Was the Holy Family free from any trouble because of his great faith in God? Of course not. The first major problem that they encountered was a family was that when the Holy Family was unable to find an inn where Mary could deliver her child, and she delivered Jesus, the Son of God, in a manger. The other major events in the life of the Holy Family were when first they had to flee to Egypt because of Herod's persecution of the child, Jesus. And when they left the boy Jesus in the temple, which is shown in, in, in the Gospel of Luke. Now remember, dearest, that we are called to have God as the center of our families, just as the Holy Family did. But doing this does not mean that we will not suffer any hardship, just as the Gospels have shown in the life of the Holy Family. The world continues to attack families just as it did, it did and with the Holy Family. Nowadays, we see an attack on the families, distractions that separate us one from another, such as having members of all the family work, meaning that the child's education has gone from parents to other people that do not necessarily share in our faith. 
In the times of the Holy Family, education was left mostly to the mothers since the fathers were mostly in charge of working to be able to support the family. Although women also support the family by working from home. And the fact that Joseph worked, it did not mean that he did not help teaching Jesus the faith. Now a day, the world pushes both mothers and fathers to work together outside of home with the promise of a better life for the family. Is this really the best option? I said it's not necessarily true depending on who is left in charge to help, that, to help grow up the children in the faith. Again, the world interferes with the family when the government takes decisions that should only be left to the parents in what the government calls best things for children. The best example is when child, the child is confused about who is and interferes by imposing teachers that are contrary to the faith. One of these teachings is the government supporting the so-called gender fluidity and sex change. These are an aberration as it confuses children as to whom they are as a person and weakens family bonds. The family centering the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ is the means to correct this great error and the government interference weakens the families. We must remember that the families that are integral cells forming a good country and by that weakening the, uh, by weakening the family integrity it will lead to a weak country and a decay in the society and ultimately the destruction of our civilization. We must remember the last four things and how families that are centered in the teaching of our Lord will come into play. So first, what are the last four things? Death, judgment, heaven, and hell. We are all going to die. Our ultimate end on this world is certainly death. As to when this will happen, we do not know. We know that our death, there will be a final judgment. This judgment will, come, will have an outcome which is either heaven or hell. The question is, how is a family going to lead us to our ultimate destination? As Catholic parents, it is our duty to teach our children to love God with all our heart mind and strength and to love one another as the Lord loved us loves us actually because he hasn't stopped loving us <laughs> every time that we choose to love our children first to teach them faith and at the same time to feed them and dress them we teach our children that a family centered in God is first everything that we choose all the time that we spend with our families rather than following our own individual goals. And with that, we are showing each other unconditional love. Loving others first rather than loving ourselves is primordial in, the unconditional, in showing unconditional love. So every time that we choose the needs of others rather than our wants, we are fulfilling this goal. By loving others first, we are all teaching our children to love others first. This is what our Lord Jesus came to show us. First, love of the Father in heaven, which means following his commandments. And second, his love for others. A family that loves as our Lord 
Jesus Christ will be imitating the Holy Family as each member will be concerned for the well-being of the other members of the family rather than themselves. Remember, as I mentioned before, that the family is the building block of society. Imagine a world when, where we care for each other rather than ourselves. Such a world will be an ideal world. However, this is not the current state of our world. And as such is the case in the Holy Family, there will be cases when the world will be against us. But if we have God in the center of our families, who will be against us when we have God as our defense? Our Lord Jesus Christ never said that there will be no suffering in this world, but he said to follow the narrow way that leads to heaven. And we know that when we lose our path in, our narrow, in, the narrow, in that narrow way, we have the sacrament of reconciliation to find it again. As I said in the beginning of this homily, Jesus is the center of the Holy Family. And now my question to you, families, is, is Jesus the center of your families? If he's not, what are you waiting for? The, ulti the ultimate destination for us is heaven or hell. And it's up to every family member to find their ultimate destination. We are going to make sure that Jesus, if we are going to make sure that Jesus is at the center of our families, imitating a holy family, and, receive, and we'll receive the recompense of being together as a family in heaven, or each member is going to do what he pleases them individually and then meet each other in hell. Ultimately, it's up to each member of the family. But remember that the family support and company helps each individual to make their way to heaven, just as it happened with the Holy Family. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.